Welcome back to the Suresh Podcast. In the previous episode, we heard how Guru Hargobind, his warrior six, with Vizir Khan, Kinchbeg, how they all traveled down to Delhi. They stopped at a place called Majnu Tille. Guru Hargobind bid farewell to Vizir Khan, Kinchbeg, when they got there, asking them to go back home now in Delhi. And when they would get the chance to go meet with Emperor Jahangir, to let the emperor know that they had arrived now in Delhi. So that's where chapter 53 picks up. Vizir Khan and Ginchbeg are at home. They jump on their horses to go meet with the emperor. When they arrive, they shed light on Guru Hargobind to the emperor. And with great respect and devotion, they speak about Guru Hargobind. So when they get close to the emperor Jahangir, the very wise Jahangir then saw them and asked them, O Vizir Khan, come close and tell me of the son of the exalted guru of the world, Guru Arjan Dev Ji, whose name is the exalted Guru Hargobind, who now is sitting on the throne of Guru Nanak. Has he come to Delhi or not? Tell me the news. Vizir Khan then claps his hands together, standing in front of the emperor. In a very sophisticated manner, he said, Guru Hargobind is quite young, but his mind is very wise. He is exceptionally big. There's really no one quite as big as him. He has such a loving and beautiful appearance, and he is a master of miracles, the mansion of virtue. When I went to go see him, I spoke about you there, and he bestowed his graceful glance upon me. He listened to your request to travel here, and he agreed to come. He had mounted on horseback, and he came here himself. They dismounted at Majnutile. Listening to this, the emperor was overjoyed, and he said, O Vizir Khan, you are blessed. The people close to me here are feeding me lies. They are backbiting against the Guru, saying that, oh, the Guru will never show. He won't come here. Ginchbeg and Vizir Khan, both of them will come back empty-handed. I had listened to them, but now I understand that you are extremely wise. It's a great thing that the Guru has come here to Delhi. He will remove from me many of my previous faults. So now we should, in every way, do their seva, selfless service. We should please and act according to the Guru's will. So tomorrow, please organize a meeting between us. The seed to the Guru is greater than anyone else. Saying this, Emperor Jahangir then left his court and Vizir Khan went back to meet with Guru Hargobind. <clears throat> Vizir Khan told everything that Jahangir said to Guru Hargobind and said, The Emperor desires to meet with you tomorrow. At this time, it was around afternoon, and Guru Hargobind then made his way to the congregation that had gathered there in Delhi. There were youngsters, old Sikhs, you know, men, women, everyone gathered there to meet with Guru. With great happiness and love instilled in their heart, they came to meet with Guru Hargobind. And in front of all the congregation, uh, they were being led by the sons, the community leaders. When they arrived there, they all received the darshan, the divine sight of Guru Hargobind, and they placed in front of the Guru great offerings before bowing down. The Rababis were there as well who were singing Shabads and Rag. Those who listened to this with great love were quite fortunate. 
all the men and women from Delhi came. There were a massive rush of people there that came to see Guru Hargobind. They saw how big and beautiful he had become in this young age. He was extremely tall and strong, strapped with weapons, the very form of beauty. The congregation saw this new tradition that the Guru had instituted. They were in awe, sitting there close with the Guru, thinking that the Guru has adopted such a regal presence and appearance, which the previous Gurus did not adopt. Looking and staring at the Guru, the congregation was absorbed in admiration. It was as if they were being drenched by the Guru's graceful glance in Amrit. Everyone there had a plea in Ardas for the Guru, and Guru Hargobind fulfilled all their heart's desires. No one was satisfied by just one moment of Darshan Divine Sight of Guru Hargobind. They wanted to continue to look at the Guru forever. So many of these six had laid out offerings in front of the Guru. The scene looked so grand. It was as if viewing the court of the demigods in heaven where they all were worshipping Vishnu. Or maybe it looked like they were all uh, in heaven worshipping Indra, the king of heaven. This was the grandeur of the scene in Delhi. The elder six amongst the congregation, they were speaking about Guru Arjun Dev Ji to Guru Hargobind. They said, Guru Arjun was a very form of Shanti, peacefulness, and was always aiding others, liberating countless Sikhs. But the evil ones, they orchestrated many deceitful acts against them, bending the mind of Jahangir, and in the end, took on their had a massive sin. These idiots did not recognize the greatness of the great Guru. Saying this, these elder Sikhs, they then began to cry remembering the great form of Guru Arjun Dev Ji in their heart. The rest of the congregation heard this and saw this, and then Guru Hargobind spoke with great fortitude, saying, Understand that the true Guru, Guru Arjun Dev Ji, is immortal. Recognize that the Guru is forever by your side, Aung San. They are the protector now and hereafter, protecting Sikhs from countless obstacles. The Guru did whatever he needed to and whatever he wanted to and was not under the control of anyone else. Wherever you will remember them, they will appear to you there and fulfill your desires. Why would we worry about Guru Arjan Devji, who upon remembering will protect you at the end of your life? While this conversation was taking place, the sun began to set and then the Rababis began singing Reheras and ended the, the Vaughan session there. All the congregation bowed down and then began to head home. They were all praising the beautiful strat stature of Guru Hargobind as they headed home. They were saying, Guru Hargobind has such radiance and grandeur and he will kill all of our enemies now. All the warriors of Guru Hargobind then ate their dinner and rested, provided the supplies to their horses. And after this, they all went to sleep. But there was one saintly person there who was contemplating the form of Guru Hargobind at that time in the area of Majnuntilli. He, he really desired to meet with the Guru. Every day he thought about having the opportunity to meet with Guru Hargobind so he could ask the Guru some questions. And that person then came to meet with the Guru after everyone was fast asleep. Guru Hargobind was alone and he walked in and received the darshan, the divine sight of Guru Hargobind and was extremely happy. Guru Hargobind, with great respect, seated him close 
The saint then bowed down to the feet of the Guru. He clasped his hands together and asked Guru Hargobind, I have a great doubt in my heart that I would like you to remove. This world that has been created, is it true or is it false? I've thought about this greatly, but I've not ascertained its truth. If we think about the world as true, as real, then why cannot I see the previous people who had passed away? And, we, and if we think of the world as false, as not real, how can we think this if we can see the world right in front of our eyes? Surely it cannot be both. The world cannot be both real and false at the same time. There would be a great struggle between, between them then. It cannot happen. Like how light and darkness cannot exist simultaneously at the same place. So for this reason, I've not been able to reach a conclusion. Guru Hargobind heard this and then responded. When someone falls asleep and then they enter a dream, within that dream they think that the entire world they are in is real. And as long as that person is asleep in that dream, they think, they act as if that world is real. They might get scared in the dream and run. They might experience love and great joy. If we are to say that that dream is false, if they didn't act as if it was real, then why do some men, while having a wet dream, ejaculate? When they wake up and the dream dissipates, and if that dream was real, then why cannot you view the dream then? Why has the dream world vanished? This is why the world, which is illusionary and created by the divine, cannot be called or thought of as real or false. It is neither existent nor non-existent. But this correct awareness, this clarity in vision, is not obtained without the grace of the true Guru. You cannot say if this world is existent or non-existent. This illusion, this maya, is a part of the entire world. And this maya, this illusion, is called ignorance, agyan. Not realizing one's true self, one's true essence, well, that is to embody this ignorance this illusion, this agyan, the maya. Under this erroneous perception, this incorrect way of viewing the world, one does not recognize their true essence, their true self. They think that they are something else. I will give you an example to explain so you can understand how this illusionary world is perceived, how it is created within your mind. It is like seeing a rope in the dark, not realizing that it is a rope, but rather, because of the darkness and doubt, you understand it to be a snake. And when that happens, great fear arises and you run away scared. If that perception is false, then why are you afraid? And if that perception is real, then why does it disappear once you realize it's a rope? This is why they call the world Maya, the illusion, as neither real or false. Those who have not ascertained the form of Brahm, the true reality of the world, Vaheguru, we call those people ignorant, unaware of the reality of the world. When people are ignorant, when they are unaware of the true self, Brahm, where that ignorance, incorrect perception resides, there the world appears as real. But with great fortune, one meets a true Guru and they receive teachings which benefits them. 
Like when somebody becomes aware that that rope in the dark is actually just a rope, without that knowledge, without those teachings that it was only a rope, one would not realize that. But when they do, they will say, oh yes, now I see it clearly that it is a rope, which had previously frightened me so greatly. And in the same way, when a guru bestows his teachings, erroneous perception of the world, this illusion that you see, it is destroyed. And one perceives only the unity of all. Brahm, Vaheguru, the substratum of the entire world. To think of the world as a real thing is just like thinking that the rope is a snake. But really to realize that it is only a rope is akin to the realization that the entire world is just Brahm, just the true self, the substratum of the entire world. And then one experiences the ultimate bliss. The world is not really real or false, like the erroneous proposition of a barren woman giving birth to a son. Through the perception of one's sense organs, one sees this magnificent world. But it is through the consciousness of Brahm, which enjoins itself to the world, which creates this multiplicity based upon this truth, this substratum. And where there is a true substratum, the underlying foundation of the world, the Adrishtan or Asra, the foundation, only from this truth can the illusion arise. As long as one does not realize the underlying foundation of the world, the substratum, the unified reality of the world, until then, one will forever be caught up in delusion and thoughts that the world is a multiplicity. When one fully ascertains or realizes the foundation of the world, the knowledge or awareness of Brahm, Vaheguru, then thoughts of that world, the thought that this is a multiplicity, that thought is destroyed. Therefore, listen, O saint, this understanding is spoken about in other scriptures as well. If one realizes the support, the foundation, the substratum of the world, then the delusion the erroneous perception of the world will dissipate. All the beautiful multiplicity will be understood as one. They will realize that everything is the one Brahm, that one Vahigru, which in nature is real, it is eternal, it is consciousness, and it is great bliss. Satachit Anand. And if we were to try and describe what the illusion of the world is, what maya is, we could never get to its limit. If we were to live for countless upon countless lifetimes, even then we would not be able to describe its full extent. The power, the shakti of maya, the illusion is endless. Great scholars and saints have tirelessly studied and examined it before, but in the end, have accepted that there is no limit to this illusion. Therefore, one should just fully be absorbed in contemplating the one, Brahm, Vaheguru. That person is a Bhagat, a devotee, a saint, a wise person. That person is a Tatbeta, one who understands the essence of truth. That person is a treasure trove of virtue. Blessed is that person who comes into this world and is absorbed in true profit, the understanding that nothing but the one exists and everything else is transient.
the sadhu, the saint, was listening to these words of Guru Hargobind and he understood Guru Hargobind to be the very form of the unfathomable divine, whose graceful glance had bestowed bliss upon him. At that point, the son realized the great praise and glory of the Guru and said, Blessed, blessed are you, Guru Hargobind. And he bowed down and touched the Guru's lotus-like feet. He said, The doubt in my heart has now been removed by listening to your words and having a divine darshan sight. The saint then went back to his own place, thinking about what the Guru had said all along the way. It was around 10.30 at night when Guru Hargobind had seen this saint's great love and gave these teachings to him. So after this discussion, Guru Hargobind then went to his very large bed where he rested peacefully. Outside his tent, however, his warriors stood guard and alert all night. This is where chapter 53 concludes. In the next chapter, Guru Hargobind meets and has a discussion with Emperor Jahangir. So that's where we'll pick up next time. But as always, we would like to thank those who have been supporting the podcast through the Mangalacharan Patreon page. Oh, <laughs> <laughs>